I think my staff's getting tired of me quoting Marshawn Lynch, but like he still said it best. Like he's about that action, right? Like, like on purpose, no matter where the location of the pitch is, you crazy fool. Like I'm telling you right now, there is not one hitter on the planet. Fellas, fellas, fellas. I don't know about that, but you know what? I'll save it for 12 months from now. We'll talk about it in 12 months. <laughs> that dugout we got Bo and Joe coming up next on the farm system right here right now fellas 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 welcome back to the farm system unfiltered the farm unfiltered not the farm, the farm system. Filter, oh, baby. pull it together there I know Johnson. it's your first time under hey. nine in I know I'm, I'll tell you what I'll tell you what once you get a once you get over the 108 hump you know what I'm saying? It's just you just start losing track. You start wearing different shirts on the podcast. Hey, hey, I just started I'm just starting to embrace my Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? You can't be wearing the hey. same all the time. People don't even know it's a different episode. I'm always wearing the same, you know? Like I think I only own farm system shirts. This is what I used to say to Joey back in the day. Here we go. If you're here watching the farm system, you know who the brand is. You don't need to wear a t shirt. <laughs> Nice haircut, though, boy. Hey, you get cleaned up a little? Hey, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I ain't got nothing in the hair right now. It's just flowing that way. It's just it training looks, right now. With it some looks water. more clean, though. It looks like Carlos might have cleaned you up. Hey, no, hey, no. Carlos wasn't available. Should have, but his boy was available. His boy yeah. right next to him. He cleaned me up. Not bad. Not bad. Oh, you got a haircut out there? I did. Oh, okay. I did. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. I went out there when I was out in California this last weekend. Yeah, nice. I nice. sure did there. Good. So what are we talking about? Well, I mean, um, there's a lot of things to talk about, Bo. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, I can't, I can't, I can't shut the hell up. Be yeah, honest. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's the thing is people see us talk for 45 minutes. If only you saw what happened two hours before the turn of the recording on. Oh, you mean when we talked for two hours before the recording started? Yeah. Yeah. I have well, to I mean, try to put that's also, on you. that's also time. That's also time for, you know, us talking business though. That Those are the must, you know? Yeah. But people don't enjoy that, I guess. I guess, you know, like, look, this is the thing you, you, you don't, uh, everybody sees the tip of the, the iceberg, right? They see the results and everything that comes out of it. They think it's just, you know, we're winging everything, you know, right. Just coming up right. with stuff as we go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we kind of I mean, are, but at the same time, I mean, it definitely a lot of thought goes into a lot innovative. of that winging it, you know, innovative. The, yeah. Again, the plan That's is the everything. The plan is nothing. Hey, innovative versus creative. Innovative means you execute. Creative just means you got ideas. So <laughs> I, I like to think we're more innovators. I like it. I'm in on that. That's not, that's not a bad <laughs> breakdown. I did. Uh, um, I think it was actually uh, pretty interesting too. Um, you know, some of the things I've been thinking through is, uh, Bo, I don't know if you've noticed, but, uh, we've been getting some, some, uh, responses lately. Getting people yeah. fired up, baby. I love it. We've been getting some, we're getting some responses. We're getting some people During fired pot, up. Baby. It's During good. Yeah. We're starting, we're definitely starting some provocative thoughts, which is, you know, kind of our goal, right? Um, that kind of our goal. I mean, I, I think my middle name is stir the pot. So, um, you know, I, I definitely like to do some of those things, but it's actually, it's just really interesting. Um, you know, again, obviously we've been putting out a lot more, you were starting to put out a lot of, a lot of stuff that we've been working on for a little while and kind of catching up on some of our editing and we still got a lot, a lot, a lot more to go. Right. Right. Um, but, um, it's actually pretty interesting. Um, I thought it was really interesting, the responses mm -hmm. and like why, yeah. um, and, really thinking through people's need to respond about certain things. Right. right. Um, and I, I just thought it was, uh, you know, one of the things that's throwing by like somebody, somebody, you know, it's, it's my favorite. My favorite is my tweets. And then someone replies, Joey, I like a lot of your stuff, but 
<laughs> but I think on this one, you know, which is fine. I, I, I think that, um, I love, and I think everywhere I've gone, Bo, and I think you might be, um, you know, could kind of speak to this about being more in those environments and not being like me in those. But I think that, um, I'm definitely one that's like starts conversation in places like, right. you know, starts a conversation and, and, and because I, I think I openly express my opinion or passions about things, I give people freedom to do the same about theirs. For sure. You know, well, and I think, I think that's a lot and this might not be the route we were trying to go with this, but like, yeah, starting the conversation and saying the things that people want to say. And sometimes it's uncomfortable because nobody wants to be that guy, but like, we have no issue being that guy because you have to be to really grow and to innovate and to push the game forward. But the people that do that get a lot of pushback, like of course on, on a larger scale, which I'm not trying to get political, but Kaepernick did what he did that two years ago. Mm. And now he doesn't have a job for two years. And every, now he's, people are saying he should be in the NFL and that's a larger scale of what we're doing here. But like, you can't be afraid to, be the guy to start the conversation it's what it's it's like you always say the cost of entry right like yeah. to sit at the table you have to like, sit in the chair <laughs> and i think yeah and i think i think a big piece with that is look this is the thing people need to take don't hear the bark hear the message with that of being right. like look you can agree or not agree with kaepernick's things and again i i have like no problem you know in in in, in a lot of ways of being like hey there's things that i agree with it there's things that i don't agree with it right, right. um but what I do think is that there's a market for everything. For sure. There's a market for everything. He's making plenty of money being outside the NFL. Right. Plenty of well, money. And you know? what I mean, what, what I mean more by that is like, he's a person too with Correct. selling and he yeah. is a pro and like maybe on that platform before no professional stepped out on a limb like that, which whether you agree with it or not, that's not the point. My point is, yeah, he is a human being with emotions, just like all the other people that get on this and say it. He is still on a much larger scale, but they're still human beings with emotions and feelings. Mm. And we tend to be like, oh, since you're a pro, you can't do that. Or yeah. since yeah, you're on, you're held to a higher standard because you're making a million bucks or shut up and go hit. Like they're still yeah. human beings. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that, that was part of that, like Instagram. I mean, that, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it on Twitter when you go live? What's it called? Periscope. Um, yeah. Periscope that I did uh, the other night. Um, but you know, that's, that's that, I mean, the far opposite, let's talk about both sides, right? The far right. opposite is like an Aubrey Huff, right? <laughs> right. Tweets crack me up. So uh, again, the far opposite is the opposite way, right? right. Um, obviously wasn't as political or as, you know, maybe stir the pot when he was playing, but obviously now that his career is over, um, you know, a lot of people have some strong emotions one way or another about him, right? Um, but I think this is the thing is that I asked this question last night on the Periscope and I said, at what point do you start making enough money that you're not allowed to be a human being? Right. At what point are you just like, you know, you're like, oh man, like, yeah, once I give you this $200, like you're not allowed to have an opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is it 2 million? Is it 200 grand? Like at what point is there a, what numerical value that do you hit that you're no longer allowed to, to, to share what you say and feel things? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And also too, I mean, look, context, right. context. There definitely is a professionalism that is required, right? For certain levels of certain things, right? I'm not discounting right. that. Right. But 
even at that level, I've also talked about that as even like CEOs and a lot of these things like, okay, at what point is Elon Musk not allowed to be a human being? Right. Right. When is he not? Why, why have we, again, as like in a society in that way is like professional athletes or these guys that we put on these pedestals that again, we stop thinking of them as human beings and start thinking of them as like objects or machines, mm-hmm. right? Cause that's not what they are, right? They're not objects. They're not machines. Um, you know, again, like they're allowed to be frustrated, right? They're allowed to be, um, you know, aggravated about certain things or again, feel like they've been cheated or feel like, you know, um, um, you know, things are going great, right? Maybe everything right. else around the world is tearing down, but they're very grateful for the, you know, what they have in front of them. They're allowed to have all those things. And, um, you know, again, anytime I, I, I said this last night as well is like, we're all down for someone to use the stage when it's for something we'd like him to talk about. Right. But when it's something that we don't agree with now, it's like, no, no, no. Why are you using this? Shut up and dribble. Right. right. It's like that whole, that whole LeBron side, right? yeah. now, now with that, right. It's, it's, I also get the point of like some, again, people with influence do have a large responsibility of making sure necessarily, I think the word stepping outside of your lane is a tough one and it's a hard thing to navigate, but the next step of that is, and, and what I touched on was that they're allowed to be wrong Mm -hmm. as well. Right. Right. So just because someone shares something or their beliefs or how they think about something, um, and you don't agree with it, doesn't mean that they shouldn't share it. Right. Well, but also it doesn't right. mean that they're right. Well, and also how many, how many Karens out there say the same stuff that they say that these pros are saying, that's just not on the news. Like yeah. a lot of people just because they're on a higher stage and it's more publicized. There's a lot of people that agree with all, a lot of these guys. And if you don't believe it, just go look on Twitter. So mm-hmm. I think the issue that people have though, is if I'm an employee at my workplace and I act like that, I might get fired. Yep. MLB is obviously not going to get rid of these guys because they're a business and they're making a lot of money from these guys showing up on playing every night. Yeah. So how, my counter, my counter yeah, to that would be though, you, what would you say to that? Yeah. As my counter to that would be though, again, um, different employees that bring more value, get more leeway. Right. Right. So this is the thing. And for example, that's just fair. That's not crude or harsh. That's just the reality. No, yeah. Everybody, everybody wants to say like, okay, look at this is the thing. If you treat all your players the same and you, again, and this one thing to say, okay, I'm holding everybody to the same standard, right? I'm holding everybody accountable. Yes. But how you hold them accountable is going to be different between each athlete. Right. Right. So, so yes, your star player, right. Might get some different treatment than maybe your, your, uh, one of your other players, because look, this is just in the job world. Let's say this, let's say this, let me, let me give this example. I know that. Again, that's stepping on some people's toes. They're already getting frustrated. What do you mean? Yeah. Everybody should be. It's equality, right? No, it's justice, okay? There's right. justice and there's also equality doesn't necessarily mean um, equal. equal treatment, right? Right. Um, it's more so like um, there's another way of putting that. Um, I'll, I'll give the example, Bo. Maybe you'll, you'll have another way of saying it. But yep. let's say it like in this way is that, for example, let's say that you're, okay, you're my business partner, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say right now that like you make a mistake. Okay. I mean, you talk about it. We make adjustments, you know, blah, blah, blah. Again, I'm going to give that same conversation to, let's say we have somebody that's doing editing for us or something like that, right? We're going to have the same conversation with them or do whatever, right? 
But let's say that they make the same amount of mistakes as you do, right? But they keep failing on the same thing over and over and over again and all those other things that like that person's going to have a shorter leash than my business partner is going to have. For sure. Right? Because of the other things that Bo brings to the table in comparison to what that other person brings to the table is say, listen, and again, also too, how easily you can be replaced. For sure. That's what I was going to say is that if you're, if you're the top 0.01% on the world of anything, I think your leash is pretty long. Like you're, you're the best in the world. If, and now if somebody that's commenting on Trevor Bowers, whatever is the, I don't know, making 30 grand a year and they're, 1% 1% or the 99th percentile, like there's a lot of people that can come in and get replaced. The commissioner's not just going to get rid of Trevor Bauer because he's one of the best pitchers in the world. Um, and that's just the reality of the, of the system. It's not, that's yeah. where we live is, is in America. And the value and the value that you bring, right? So this right. is, I mean, that's, that's the other thing too, right? Let's say that you're, you bring value. Let's say per year, if we have someone editing our videos or whatever, they create us five grand or something, right? But let's right. say that they're making mistakes that cost us 25 grand. Yeah. Right. Now, Bo, if you make mistake that cost us five grand, but you're making us, you know, we're not make you're not you're, you or the I hypothetically. I hypothetically, you hypothetically. or I are not making, you know, uh, making us a hundred grand. <laughs> but let's say again, you're making a five grand mistake, right? right. But you're creating a hundred grand in value. Right. Right. That's a different thing to evaluate. That's a profit and loss, right? And understanding like that you're gonna have some goods with the bads, right? But, you know, for example, uh, my brother talks about this, uh, you know, just talked about this the other day, right? He has somebody carrying a piece of granite, right? He owns one of the granite companies, Marble and Granite companies here in Vegas, right? So my, he has a guy carrying some of the granite, right? And that's not even his job to carry the granite. He was just trying to help, right? right. He starts carrying the granite and he drops the granite and cracks the granite in half. And this one piece of granite for a casino oh, wow. is worth like five grand. Yeah, probably at least. Right? So the guy's making, the guy is making like $12 an hour and he just dropped a $5,000 piece of granite and snapped it in half. Yeah. He might not be working anymore. Right. Where again, if one of his business partners was to drop the $5,000 piece of granite, it's just like, all right, well, you know what? You know, again, it was a mistake. We had to fix it. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But you have less, again, you have less rope than with some of those other guys. And by creating more leverage, right, with how much value you bring, it changes how the you know your platform. For right. Sure. So right? do you think that's do you think that it's more of a um, obviously more of a mindset and getting the people to understand just the I don't even want to say hierarchy, but like the systems of value in businesses, or do you think that it should be an equality thing? I think because, because I think people, I, here, here's the thing. I think it's becoming more and more like that because of how much disruption and how much we're pushing for like equal rights across the whole system in the United States. So I think that's why this stuff is beginning to come more pinpoint, more clickbaity because there's all these pushes for equality, but in the business space, obviously that just can't happen. I don't, I, well, this is the thing. I don't think that, equality is necessarily the problem I think is that a lot of people equate equality with equal results. Right. That's not what equality is. It's not equal results, equal opportunity. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, and not necessarily to like, um, put it this way. 
everybody has the equal opportunity of, of becoming a CEO, meaning that they have the possibility of becoming a CEO, mm-hmm. right? Now, it doesn't guarantee you that you will. And some people start with a little bit of a head start, right? But we both have the opportunity of becoming a CEO. So what if we're talking about accountability, holding people accountable, more of that equality? Yeah. Well, I think, again, you all have the equal, you all have the equal right. Put it this way. Anybody that is also a janitor is probably held to the same standard, Mm -hmm. right? Or let's say anybody that is also making $10 an hour. And again, that's their only value. And this is another thing as well. We always look at everybody too. We want to, we also want to devalue some people or overvalue some people um, because they work in the same title. Right. Each person is an individual and brings something different to the table. Right. Right. We all have equal opportunity. Right. In the sense of being able to, um, and the opportunity is not necessarily like, um, and that's why I don't even like the word even equal opportunity, because again, it's not, that's not necessarily realistic unless you, 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 you give context around it. Right. right? But because I put it this way again, let's say, um, you know, again, I'm born in a family with, you know, billions of dollars, right? I'm going to have a different opportunity, right? I'm going to have a different privilege than other people. For sure. Now, does that mean that everybody should be made, you know, born with the same amount of money? No, right? right? But we should all have, again, in a land or a platform of equality, mm-hmm. right? Um, and again, that's where it gets hairy, right? Because everybody's like the same thing. You can't promise equal results, Right. right? That's, that's, that, that's nothing that can be never guaranteed. You can't, we, we're not, we, you can't guarantee that if you do this, that you're going to, it equals this. Cause that's, that's not how the world works. That's right. not how it works. Right? right. That's not how, that's not how, um, again, some guys are six, two. Okay. Well, how about this, Bo? I'm, I'm, I'm five, you know, five, uh, nine basically. All right. So that's I'm generous. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> um, I've, I'm five, nine, right. I don't have the same equal opportunity as someone that's six, five. Right. Well, and I think at some time across it comes to like basketball or something, right? right? I think so. I think at some point across the evolution of America, we've slapped equal in front of opportunity. Like we're trying it to be an equal opportunity. It's not like it's, I don't think that was ever intended for it to be an equal opportunity. It's more just the opportunity. And through all this stuff that's happening, they're trying to make it equal. And in reality, it's just, there's so many variables that it's not, but you do have an opportunity and that's just more of a paradigm. We can talk about learned helplessness and yeah. mental and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, well, well, I think, I think that's the thing, right? Right. Like just right there, Bo, of just being yeah. like, again, you have an opportunity. Right. Right. But the whole point is, again, you can't get to the point where you're giving, again, everybody gets a trophy. For sure. Right. Because again, what that breeds. Right. Right. But I feel like, I feel like it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Cause we say that like everybody has an opportunity and then these athletes finally have the opportunity and then they get damn near crucified for using the platform and speaking out what a lot of people are saying that don't have that opportunity. It's like, what are they supposed to do then? Like if you had that opportunity, you'd probably voice your opinion as well. Or they get criticized for not using their platform. Wow. You have this platform and you're not going to say anything. Right. Okay. Come on. Right. Like, you know, again, there, there's a lot of that that's mixed in. And I think, I think this is, you know, basically again, like this is another thing too. I'm not saying you're trying to say that this is an easy subject, right? Like it's not 
right? If it was so easy, right? It just, again, that's where it starts getting into. Okay. It's, if you say, if you, let's say if I asked 99% of Americans said, do you believe in equal opportunity? Everybody would say yes. Cause it sounds great. It right. Absolutely. Then yeah, it just, it just rings, doesn't it? And then all of a sudden you actually went and said, okay, how would you do that? Right. How would you set that up? Is everybody born with the same amount of money? Mm-hmm. Is everybody have to have the same exact family and the same exact upbringing right. and, the same, and the same exact uh, um, adversity? Right. Well, it's just so individualized too. Like how many people live in the same household raised a lot of the same way? And yeah, twins or something. Don't turn out the same way. And a lot of it's just our interpretation of the world. Just yeah. Take everything else away. I know a lot of people that were born into a lot of money yep. that haven't capitalized on it the way that I think people can. And that has nothing to do with the opportunity they were given. So there's a lot of variables that need to be taken in place when we're talking about the human beings in general. And I mean, we're drifting a little way of what we're talking about, but when it comes down to it, they're humans. That's the biggest thing I want to say about professionals is like, did they take advantage of the opportunity they were given? Yes. It might be different than what you and I think or. Or how you would take advantage of the opportunity. Right. But we also have never been a pro playing in front of 50,000 people a night with that pressure and anxiety. I think it'd be a lot different if all of us were in that situation. Well, and I said in everything else, that's one thing I talked about last night. All the things that go through the psychology of what goes through. First off, again, there's that mindset where, oh, if I had that much money or if I was playing professional baseball, that I would not be worried about any of that. More money, more problems. More money, more problems. Yeah, sounds good. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, we all share the human experience. It doesn't matter. Again, somebody's saying the same thing about you. Oh my God, if I could just live in America and make, you know, have a steady job, or again, I could just live in America. And if I could just get an unemployment right now, that I would be good and everything would be, you know, like everybody could say that about everybody. At the end of the day, you're responsible for your situation, right. And doing the best you can within what you have, but also too, like, again, there, there needs to be a, we need to deploy a lot more empathy right. Of understanding what everybody like, we all share a very common emotion of what that looks like and a lot less like finger pointing. Right. Right. And that professional athletes, you know, again, that, uh, they're not allowed, uh, again, to be human. And again, sometimes we, more than anything, instead of responding so much, a lot of times we just need to sit and like, listen to people for sure. And just listen to how they're feeling and say, okay, well, why are they feeling that way? Right. For sure. And, and, it's not that they're right or wrong because feelings aren't correct or not correct. Right. Yeah. The feelings are the, what they are, they're feelings. Right. Yeah. And so to, um, and also too, it isn't that feelings don't matter. They matter a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, you're dealing with human beings, right. Uh, their feelings and how they feel is how they perform. So that's a right. very big deal. And also too, you don't get to, um, you know, watch them on TV. And again, they're not machines, right. right? These are human beings that are going on in TV. I remember what I used to think about a bow is that I'm a, I, I, I lose perspective all the time. I'll be watching football. It'll be like uh, late in the season. And I'm over here like, I completely forget that this guy is probably exhausted. His, right. his again, like he just did 10 plays in a row of sprinting down the field and doing all those other things. And then someone would go, yeah, he's a professional. That's what he's getting paid to do. But this guy's also dealing with injuries. Again, he hasn't probably hasn't seen his family in months. You know, he's not, again, they're traveling all the place. They're getting food on it. And again, what everybody likes to just throw out there is like, yeah, but he's making money to do all that. Yes. But it doesn't mean that his body is built again, or that, uh, 
he doesn't that he isn't grounded in the same principles of every single else, every other human being. It doesn't mean that he's not human. It doesn't mean that right. he's an alien, right? Sure. He still has to deal with all of these things as well. And probably too, on top of this, uh, some crazy pressure, right? That most people will never have to experience in their life. Right. And that's the thing that I would say is that like a lot of those guys that I've talked with that are pros are very successful in business. Like it's just a different level of pressure and responsibility. And I'm not saying that like, we don't know what pressure and responsibility is. Cause I no. do, yeah. it's all, you know, it's, it's a equal to if I'm here and he's here, the pressure could probably be the same that we're feeling. So we need to focus less on what we have, don't have in common and more what we do have in common as human beings and yeah. empathize with the feelings that people share. And I, that's the greatest point. I think that's the greatest point right there. And don't want I don't want to run past that is that right. we need to focus that we have much more in common than we have un, not in common, right. but we love to focus on the minute, right? For sure. And what we don't have in common and like lock in on that and say again, and like, there's, again, there's more things that we agree on than we don't agree on. I say the same thing with like hitting coaches. There's probably more things that we agree on than we don't agree on, but we right. love to focus on what we don't agree on. For sure. You know, it's like I mean, we've had the conversations with some of those poor guys. They agree. Like a lot yeah. of these people that they're saying that they, they agree with, with all of that. Like, yeah, I've had conversations with people that have ran multi-million dollar companies that say, I'd probably give anything to be a little bit less, to have a little bit less pressure and make a little bit less money. But that's mm -hmm. what comes just leading the table and the opportunity. So I think that's the biggest thing that I would say is focus less on what we don't have in common and more what we do. And they still feel pressure just like the single mom having to provide for 10 kids. It's, I mean, it's all, the pressure is relative and more than likely everybody's experienced that in their field that yeah. they're in. Yeah. And the, and the situation might be different, but it doesn't mean that the feelings aren't the same. Right. For sure. Right. Situations don't predict feelings, right. Or don't precedent just, you know, particular feelings. Like again, someone's at a wedding and happy and someone's at a wedding and really upset. <laughs> right all these different situations can evoke different um you know evoke different feelings um and also too um the amount of we like to say everybody again likes the rank like this hierarchy being like i struggled more than you or i had to go through this and it's just like what are we talking right. about again why are we trying to separate ourselves right oh instead it should be like no i get that i felt like that before it was right. a different situation but I, I understand that like I've, I've felt like, you know, what it feels like to have like pressure and all those things. Right. Like, tell me more about what you're feeling and let's talk to that. Right. Right. And let's try to figure out solutions rather than sit here and just, you know, have a, a pissing contest of who struggled more or, right. you know, who sacrificed more or. Well, that's the, I mean, that's true. Empathy is not looking at the situation, but looking at the feeling mm -hmm. and understanding what you felt like, Joey, you might, you know, let's say you're, Let's say extreme example. Let's say my grandma passed away and yeah. you have an experience to loss like that, but your dog passed away. You yeah. know, the pain of losing somebody. And I can respect that, that that's the trauma that brings that experience out in you, even though it's a less situation. Yeah. People that want to develop their empathy, start to try to connect with their emotions, not their situations. Like, yeah, that that's and, it. And we don't, and we don't, again, you don't have to, it's okay that you might not understand what it feels like to lose sure. something like that. I just 100%. tell me, you know, talk me through what you're feeling. Right. Right. Talk me through, talk me through, you know, what the emotions that you're going through, talk me through all of that. And let's, let's work through that. Right. And I can figure out solutions to help you. 
right? And that's, I mean, that's what you're doing as a coach, right? For players, right? You're talking through those things with them and figuring out, right? Like it's like, again, it doesn't, it doesn't super help, right? To tell some guys is like, oh, you know, again, the, the one thing that we have to get away from that we like to do a lot is that we just like to discount people's feelings or um, patronize or belittle their feelings and being like, oh, you don't know what loss really is. I lost my mom, my, my dog, and my, my brother all in the same month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, so that means that he shouldn't feel sad about losing right. his dog and it's the first you know, pet that is the first thing like he's ever really loved. Right? Like, yeah. No, right? So I think that's a big thing that when we're you know, looking through a lot of those things is, is having some of that, those thought processes and working through that stuff of being like, okay, let's just talk, let's talk through that and figure out like solutions to what you're feeling. Or again, maybe just, maybe the, the solution is time. Yeah. And maybe I just need to talk through it and sit with it. Right. You know? Well, and I think that, I mean, we're getting towards the end, but I, I think yeah. that'd be the first step is less, less talking, less sharing your opinion and more listening to somebody else's and not just the opinion, but where it's coming from. Cause I, a, a wise man once told me, don't listen to what they're saying listen to why they're saying it because yeah, they might not even tell you why, but try to listen to why they're saying it before you respond. And yeah. me and Joey, you're probably, I mean, when we get heated, sometimes you just listen to respond yeah. instead of listen to listen, um, which is easy today. I mean, that's very easy in today's society. Listen so I, understand, I think yeah. that'd be a great start. Yeah. Nope. I agree. I agree. Well, you know, Bo, you know, uh, it's all one thing. It's all, it's all one thing. thing. You know, it's we, it, it's not just, uh, uh, we're dealing with human beings. It's not just, uh, you know, plug and play and, you know, all this other thing. There's a lot of other dynamics that come with it. And so, um, you know, again, some of these podcasts are definitely too, right? It, we go holistically and like try to hit on a lot of different things and provide perspective in a lot of different ways. Um, yep. And this is one of those episodes to do that, you know? So, um, yep. yeah. Well, all right, guys. Well, from us and our partners over at Yakertech, until next time, Farm System out. Mm-hmm.